You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. And check out our brand new Patreon page, patreon.com slash Rays Unfiltered for more exclusive content from us. Ulysses, I'm still, uh, it's weird. It was weird not having any baseball, any postseason baseball, because it seems like for really a month straight, we've had some kind of uh, playoff game to watch, enjoy, soak in, etc. Yeah, no, it's, there, there was 20 postseason race games that we, we were able to watch in what, 27 days? It's a record. that. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of postseason in a short amount of time but we did it in the regular season right 60 games 66 days and now it's uh you know winter time what are you doing what what's what's your next move here is it a lot of netflix book reading are you gonna I'm, get into professional football the real <laughs> contact football concussions no, and i can't do and things of that sort I can't do football. I can do first down commercial break. I can do second down flag commercial break. Nah, that's not for me. Um, but I will keep reading. I've done more reading in 2020. I think a lot of people have done more reading. And so yeah. that's what I'll be doing. Maybe a baseball, a baseball book here and there to kind of expand go. one's knowledge. But yeah, that's probably going to be it. And you told me. That there might be a vault of some kind where I could rewatch certain games using MLB. So um, that'll be nice. There we go. Yeah, if you're if you're really interested in watching some games of yesteryear, I believe MLB TV, some platform they have. I'm sure you can just Google it. You can watch games from the past and past playoff games. And if you want to watch every Rays game from 2019, 2018, and of course the 2020 season, uh, I think you have the ability to do that. Uh, in the meantime, we're still kind of stewing on the Game 6 World Series loss. And of course, the Kevin Cash-Blake Snell decision. Having you know more more time, more hours to kind of think on it, my thinking still is pretty much the same that I understand the concept. I just don't like that. They put Nick Anderson in that spot. If you're observant enough to realize that, uh, Blake, uh, Snell had lost a touch on his curveball and his fastball to start that inning. You should have the, the wherewithal to notice that Nick Anderson hasn't had it this entire world series. And in a lot of the postseason that he's been worn down and overworked, but that's, Neither here nor there. And also that I had mentioned that things can turn on a dime for Blake Snell, a la game two start. Uh, He's rolling, no hitter and such, and then walk, home run, walk single, and then he's taken out of the ballgame. 
It can also turn on a dime for Nick Anderson, too, in the postseason, as we saw. Carlos Correa is an example of that. And, and of course, there's there's many other instances as well. So, Right. Um, yeah, I think I still would... I wouldn't if I were the manager. I wouldn't have pulled Snell even today. I right. still would not pull Snell. But indefensible is pulling Snell for Nick Anderson. Right. That, I mean, I mean, if you're gonna defend one, sure, give me the analytics for Snell. I still won't agree with it. Yeah. I understand it, but I don't agree with it. But getting in Nick Anderson, that was definitely not um, the the right way to go. But. Yeah, stewing. I like that word. That's exactly what we're doing, stewing. Yes. Uh, because I bet that a kid from Shoreline, Washington State, uh-huh. is doing the same thing. Uh, at least for a little bit. I mean, you you yeah. can tell me, oh, he 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 got over it. Well, I don't care how long the time is—thirty minutes, an hour, three days, a month. He's gonna do that. Oh yeah, he's got the whole off season to look back on this moment and not just this moment. This isn't the first time that Blake Snell has been preemptively taken out all throughout yeah. the postseason, all throughout the regular season. Now in uh, the Rays defense, Snell was still just building uh, his arm back up at the beginning of the season, but right. he's basically been, you're, you're a 20 batter guy. You're only going to face 20 batters, and we're going to take you out. Yeah. Is that really going to satisfy a former Cy Young Award winner uh, just two <laughs> years ago? Like I look, I, I hate to throw out the speculation train and everything like that, but this question has to legitimately be brought up: is is the relationship strained between Blake Snell, Kevin Cash? and the Rays front office and organizational philosophy because there has been a stream of issues between Blake Snell and this franchise going back the last year, year and a half, couple years, if you will. You have to think that even a little bit, right? Like it, it can't be perfect. Just like in a real, and just like in a relationship, it's not going to be perfect, but for however long that time that he stews in this decision of being pulled out, not only, like you said, in game six, but throughout the postseason, um, I'm sure that he's not the happiest camper with Cash. He did say that the right thing, though, after after the game. He did say, hey, look, uh, if you're going to write negative things about Cash, uh, don't because he is usually right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt I had the stuff. And you know what, Blake? We all saw it. Even Cody Bellinger said, yeah, his stuff was gross. Mookie Betts, he said, yeah, I didn't understand that move, but we were just happy in the dugout to know that Snell was coming out. Like when you're making the opposition happy, you're probably yeah. screwing it up. So, yeah, screwed it up, Cash. But uh, Blake, I, I, I do think it's going to be a little bit difficult because if you have a, a contract that says, hey, I'm a Cy Young winner, I got paid when um, nobody else gets paid in this franchise when uh, you're receiving a $50 million contract, I think, wasn't that like the biggest contract for somebody that young in arbitration? Um, I believe so, yeah. So, for a pitcher, at least. Um, and you got a certain pedigree. You have to be looking at other teams being like, Man, they would let me take the six. They'd let me take the ball in the seventh. Mm-hmm. As right or as wrong as it is, 
they're competitors and they want to be out there. They don't want to be pulled at five and two thirds or five and a third or four and two thirds and be like, okay, I did my job. Analytics say go. No, they, they don't care about that. I'm sorry. It's a team sport, but they're competitors nonetheless. Look, I don't want to give a guarantee that Snell will be traded or given away this off season. But I think if there was a point that would happen, I've got some reasons. I've got some things that I want to bring up with Blake Snell. Uh, also, I think somebody out there needs to do yeoman's work and get a full-time recording of Blake Snell's Twitch stream because I want to see, I want to see a comment dropped. I want to see something <laughs> slip in the middle of December. I'm or sure in January. you will. Yes. I, want I can't so, wait. I, are we going? That's a prop bet. Are we going to have a Blake Snell <laughs> viral moment via Twitch? A, that is the million dollar question. A slap, you know what, prospect. Slap blank again. prospect. Slap blank. Um, yeah, I would say so. I yeah. would say so. I, I don't think it's going to be as harsh as what <laughs> the Hunter ran for oh, one. Boy. But I'm sure it, it'll happen, you know. Uh, and, and you know what? Rightly so. What? He can't say that he doesn't agree with the move? No. Good for you, Blake, for saying that you don't agree with it. And good for Kevin Kiermaier to come out and say, no, we all thought that was Blake's game. Like, yeah, yeah th- they have to respect their manager, but you can respect your manager and still disagree with them. Mm-hmm. That is true. That is true. All right, we'll continue this discussion. But first, we've got to tell you about Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. So whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and be sure to write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Okay, Ulysses. So before the break, I teased how this could sort of what has happened this season with Blake Snell and the Rays could be perhaps the beginning of the end of Snellzilla in a Rays uniform. And it just seems like whenever I think of Blake Snell, there's there's something that comes up. There's something there seems to be some kind of rift between him in the franchise or some things he's done or some things the franchise has done that has led me to this thinking. It's funny because on Twitter, I put out, I sort of half jokingly that after Nick Anderson uh, blew the lead in game six, hot take Nick Anderson will be traded this off season. And I think uh, one of our dedicated listeners, I can't remember who it was. I think Matthew Grosinger said, Hot take, Blake Snell will be traded this offseason. And, you know, he might have a point there because there's, there's a lot of things at play 
Uh, one is just, I mean, you can see the emotion on Snell's face, like how upset he is to be taken yes. out uh, every game prematurely every game. Yeah. It's, this has every been game. a theme. He is, he has not thrown six innings, six innings plus since, since 2019. 2019. Yeah. yeah. And they, it's, when the camera does a close up, when we can all read lips. We don't, about to, yes, we can read lips people. Yes. We, I mean, you don't have to have John boy skills to, uh, to, to know what he's saying there. It's, uh, look, I don't think we should um, basically paint with a with a with a brush here the emotions of somebody coming out of a game. Meaning right. that that's how usually they feel. I mean that's that's a very high pressure situation and and very high emotions that are happening right there. But I think it does give you a little bit of insight on his personality, right? right. And his personality is I want the ball and the Rays do not uh, have that mentality. Yeah. They say, no, you can have the ball, but we're going to take it away from you whenever we want uh, and because the numbers say so. Not right. because of feel. You know, I three weeks ago or something like that, maybe right when the playoffs began, I, ha- I saw this quote by Kevin Cash. I thought it was so badass. It said, if I'm ever managing by my gut, it means that I'm not prepared. And right. I was like, dang, that's that's a great quote. It's a great quote. That came to bite me because that means, again, that yesterday or, you know, two days ago, whenever Game 6 plus, um, they they had a uh, they had a plan. And the plan was third time through the order, which really, I, again, I don't really care much about that because it's not like he was wilting away. And the guys that were coming up had two strikeouts each. And, right. you know, so that that sucks. But what does that tell Snell? Snell says, OK, well, I have what three more years uh, to, to go on this on this deal. If he says to the franchise, hey, I really don't like how I'm being used. And the Rays say, well, that's how it's going to be. If he says, look, I don't I don't feel comfortable. I want to be moved. Um, well, then you're going to have a really nice package for Snell. Yeah, you better have something big. And here's why. This is what I'm leading to. Um, let's consider. We we've still got to figure out what the Rays are going to do with Charlie Morton, Kevin Kiermeyer, Mike Zanino. Even if they bring back Mike Zanino on that option, four and a half million dollars. Don't. That's a lot of guys. Yes, that's a lot of guys that the Rays are paying there following a pandemic season where they didn't get mm-hmm. any money through the turnstiles and right uh paying blake snell too that that's another big chunk of change when we've seen it we've seen a, a lefty josh fleming who's looked pretty good we we hear about and we've seen at times brendan mckay another lefty who has potential brent honeywell waiting in the wings shane mcclanahan man that guy's got an arm there's there's guys waiting in the wings that might be that quote unquote next Blake Snell or the Blake Snell's replacement or right. replacements, if you will. You, you at some point you're going to have to find a way to use and utilize those arms and get them into the rotation or get them onto the roster. The other thing is, like, this is something that sort of went by the wayside several months ago, but. Uh, Blake Snell is now signed with the Boris Corporation. Mm-hmm. Scott Boris is his agent. And maybe the biggest enemy 
of the Rays isn't the Yankees or the Red Sox. It might right. be Scott Boris yeah. at the end of the day. So no. you wonder if – I'm sure Blake Snell and Scott Boris are having some discussions. You're, you're telling me at this moment right now, Blake Snell probably isn't thinking – I love. hey, I wouldn't mind playing for my hometown Seattle Mariners. I right. wouldn't mind playing for an organization that's going to let me throw – seven innings at a clip and, and let me go deep and let me be that, ace. that guy. Yeah. Let, let me get kind of a change of pace, change of scenery. And of course we have to acknowledge that, uh, Blake Snell has made some of his comments about the organization known, uh, whether they're, uh, veilly made, for example, the, the Tommy fam trade at the time. Right. Why are we getting rid of fam for a slap blank, prospect and everything and renfro and renfro oh Oh, my god i love that like yeah that is not a good start to your future teammate yeah (laughs) you know like i love that now that comment after what this 2020 season was because renfro was a big 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 disappointment and edwards is not coming on to the major league roster i'm telling you right now three years Edwards better be something because the Rays, again, hindsight being 2020, they would have been better off just letting Tommy Pham go and keeping Jay Cronenworth and just letting that that or imagine what this team could have done with a Tommy Pham in the playoffs. Oh, my gosh. Imagine the on base percentage God of Tommy Pham in front of Randy Rosarena. I mean, guys, that's the World Series. Imagine the World Series. Oh, imagine this. Imagine Tommy Pham. Imagine Jay Cronenworth. Imagine Travis Darno. Oh, my goodness. The Rays are hoisting a trophy right now. Yeah. Look at that. So he's expressed again. He's made his comments. I think at at one point he even said like uh, Tommy Pham was basically the only guy that Snell like really kept in touch with in the offseason and talked to. He's like, I'm not really friends with a lot of guys on the team. I kind of do my own thing. But fam, he was my dude. He was my guy. He was the guy yeah. I would reach out to. So that's another thing. You know, Blake's now kind of being, I don't want to say an outsider, but beats to his own drum at Maybe. times. So there's, yeah. a, there's a lot to be considered with the this. The problem here is with the, the thinking that a lot of race fans have this. Well, we, you know, Blake Snell, we can just replace him, or KK, you can just replace him. Right. Like, that's not you say that right now because you because you know all the negatives, and so that's what it's easier to focus on. I bet you the first season that some that that somebody else is patrolling center field, everybody's gonna think, "Damn, KK would have caught that." Everybody's gonna play the Joe Girardi game, the Yankee game, which right. is, "Damn, KK would have caught that." It, we're all gonna do that, and then we're gonna feel real bad about not having KK. And then when Snell is traded, if he's traded, then you're going to think, oh, man, yeah, this kid doesn't really have command. Um, you know, Snell, he he had that lineup really easily last year. Or Snell would have gotten that guy out on a slider, down it in. Yeah, yeah. Where, so, so, Josh Fleming doesn't throw 98. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's so a lot of things to, to take into account there. Yeah. Man, I think there's going to be a lot of moves and a lot of – decisions and roster shuffling and one thing we might have to talk about tomorrow or next week is another big elephant in the room is the the offense and the strikeouts and the strikeout rate because at the end of the day that's kind of what did did the raise in here look yeah like you mentioned let's make that let's let's make that point clear we've talked talked and talk about 
putting Nick Anderson after Snell. We both disagree with that move. So those two, obviously, we've we've nailed that to the ground. And you know what? <laughs> we probably will always talk about that move. But the the underlying big issue here, maybe not even underlying, but the big issue here is obviously it's 1-0 against the Dodgers. You you have to put up some runs. You yeah. have to do something about the offense. So just because we're focusing on the Snell pullout and, and, and Nick Anderson being being the next guy up, that doesn't mean that we're excusing the offense. We will right. talk about the offense. It's just right now the most frustrating thing, I think, to talk about is is that decision. What is everybody talking about right now? They are still talking about the Blake Snell, Kevin Cash decision. And I guess a day later, Mark Topkin and other media types spoke to Cash. And I guess he said he doesn't regret the decision. He still would have made the same decision. He just didn't like the outcome there. What's funny is that... Wow, uh, I what, guess an, they also what an asked, obvious take. Wow. Yeah. I just didn't like the outcome, but... They also asked... Uh, Eric Neander for his take, and he was like, "Yeah, this was all on cash. This was Cash's decision all the way through." Way to throw was your manager that with the a bus, joking. Buddy. Was that with a joking uh, manner? No, he, or? I think he no. He, I'm, I'm saying it in a joking manner. He said his his point is that all the moves on the field, so to speak, I mean, for better or worse, are made by Cash, and the front office just kind of gives him a guideline. But at the end of the day. We trust what Kevin, if Kevin Cash wanted to leave Snell in for the sixth inning and have him start the seventh, we would have let him do that. Mm, that's I'm, their uh, line it, of thinking. Or that's, um, what, that's, what, that's the public comment uh, yeah. that he put out there, I guess. Okay, exactly. That's the public comment. I'm sorry. There's no way that that didn't come from the, from the front office. That, there's, there's, there's no way. So Kevin I, Cash that, is a puppet figure at the end of the day? Well, you know, I think most of the time he aligns very well with that front office, and it it makes sense because he's a new, he was a new manager when um, the Rays brought him in, and I bet that they said, "Hey, look, we have a plan. It's gonna take some time to 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 come to fruition, but we think that this way, this way, and this way, we're gonna get there." And Kevin Cash, you know what? As a smart person that wants a really nice job because there are only thirty of them, says, "Yep." yep you got it. I'll do that. And, uh, and and you have the backing of the front office because you're doing what they they want you to do. I mean, that's job security. And then Look. three years later, you get a long term deal of what, six years. So he's with the team till like what, 2026. Uh, right. I mean, yeah. Which goes back to my point of, look, we can all be mad at Kevin Cash. But at the end of the day, the grievance and the gripes need to be with this edict from the front office of third time through the order we're not going to let our starters do that we might as well not even call them starting pitchers now they're bulk guys at this point yeah like at some point we just all we've got are bulk pitchers if that's how we're going to use them like and and that's gonna hurt that's gonna hurt the stable that's gonna hurt the bullpen because you're gonna be using them more and more often and that's not good as we saw in this postseason really there are a lot of little things that this franchise has to get better um, for next season if they do want to get that trophy. They were close. They were close this season, but they need more, and that's a better offense. You can't – I mean, we'll get – we'll dive deep into that in the next episode. The offensive woes, that can't happen. The the fact that you're using so much of the bullpen all the time. I mean, without that shuffle – 
right. between AAA and and the major leagues available. It's gonna it's gonna turn ugly, and we saw so many injuries yeah. this year, Kevin. I know you can put twenty twenty as a reason for that, but I mean, at some point, uh, did anybody else have this much trouble with pitching arms? Right. I mean, the race had twelve in the IL, and like seven or eight had season ending injuries. Four yeah. or five by t- Tommy John. I, I think a lot of it is you're asking these guys to wake up from the couch and drink from the fire hose. That I think a lot of is what happened. And you mentioned the, the not being able to shuffle between triple a and the pros, like guys don't like that. Guys don't want to be like used as like fodder or pawns in your, your kind of work around system, work around sort of a deal. They, it's a loophole. You're telling me Brendan McKay wants to be shuffled between Durham and the big leagues, like half a dozen times during the course of the year. Yeah, no. I read I, this is look, I know we're going off a little bit and we'd actually our point was to also mention the offensive woes. But look, we've got all offseason to talk about these yeah. topics. But I read I can't remember which book it was. Uh, I think it was a book by it, it was a book sort of by, uh, by fan graphs, I guess. And Ooh, let me know which one so I can add it to my list. Yeah. One of the. I guess that there's an anecdote in there. One of the former, uh, a former race pitcher. Well, let's just say that they, they weren't upset about being traded to another organization because of that constant shuffling. Like they really? even threw that. I, I guess his family even had like a champagne party. Like, Oh, we're out of this organization. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I want to so, read this. I'll have to send that to you later. But uh, the other thing, too, I do want to make sure I'm correct on this, uh, this Eric Neander point. So in the Tampa Bay Times, Mark Topkin, uh, this is – so Ray's general manager, Eric Neander, said the decision was totally cashes, and the team remained fully behind him. Quote, Kevin is an incredible leader, and he's fully empowered to manage the game as he sees fit. His preparation and guidance is second to none. And speaking on behalf of the entire organization, there's no one we trust more to make these decisions. He went on. He's true to himself and his methods. Over time, he's consistently prioritized the best interest of the team, no matter the risk for second guessing. So many of the challenging decisions he's made during this incredible season have worked out for the best and led us to the World Series. But Tuesday night came with a more heartbreaking outcome man eric neander needs to be like a pr writer too that is some pr yeah that's pr some, spin that, tell he's me masterful at that there's never i don't know if there's another general manager in baseball who can say so many words without really saying anything or that or no. alluding to anything that has been the Rays' way, though, for front office and GMs yeah. alike and, and, and presidents, because they ha- they have to. Most of them have to do this, obviously, on a daily, um, you know, as a daily right. task. But with the race, with the stadium and the attendance and all the crap that they have mm-hmm. on top of normal BAU uh, baseball things, they have to talk about. They've gotten to be really good. We we did. Our intention was to talk about the the team's offensive woes, but we will have another opportunity to do that. We'll have many opportunities to do that. That's the that's the beauty of the off season. You can just ran you can run roughshod on one topic and you still have tomorrow. If you have listened to Locked On Race since 2019, you know that in the off season we do get into a lot of um, topics where right. we can just go off for 30 minutes and and that's really fun. 
And that's a little bit different than in the season, right? Because we have to yeah. do the recap. You have to do the preview. And there's little time to actually... Recap, preview, recap, preview, recap, preview. <laughs> yeah. Like so there's a, 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 a very little time to actually go off on, on a tangent. Now it's the off-season, guys. So this is the really fun time to talk about. So if you have any questions, comments, concerns about the team, what do you think is going to happen... Always, always send that stuff to us. Voice memos. Ty sent us a really good one yeah. uh, the other day on, on his thoughts uh, on the season. That was really nice to hear and, and and try to get your questions answered. And you might have topics, ideas too. And you know yeah. that that's also nice as well. Feel free to direct message us on Twitter. Just reach out to us regularly on Twitter. Email us lockedonrays at gmail the other Instagram, thing that, right? Yes, Instagram, Instagram too. A lot of options there. Uh, the other thing too is we still have to go through our prop bets that we made for the twenty twenty. That's season. right. Yeah, that might even be a, a two day spiel or deal. So that a lot of good things planned for the off season, of course. On that note, be sure to check out our brand new Patreon page, patreon.com slash raise unfiltered. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Rays. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On MLB Prospects. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.